forewords to the sovereignty of God. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Greg Giordano. Sovereignty of God by Arthur Pink. Forward to the first edition. In the following pages, an attempt has been made to examine anew, in the light of God's word, some of the profoundest questions which can engage the human mind. Others have grappled with these mighty problems in days gone by, and from their labors we are the gainers. While making no claim for originality, the writer, nevertheless, has endeavored to examine and deal with his subject from an entirely independent viewpoint. We have studied diligently the writings of such men as Augustine and Aquinas, Calvin and Melathon, Jonathan Edwards and Ralph Erskine, Andrew Fuller and Robert Haldane, and sad it is to think that these eminent and honored names are almost entirely unknown to the present generation, though, of course, we do not endorse all their conclusions, yet we gladly acknowledge our deep indebtedness to their works. We have purposely refrained from quoting freely from these deeply taught theologians, because we desired that the faith of our readers should stand not in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. For this reason we have quoted freely from the scriptures, and have sought to furnish proof-texts for every statement we have advanced. It would be foolish for us to expect that this work will meet with general approval. The trend of modern theology, if theology it can be called, is ever toward the deification of the creature rather than the glorification of the Creator. In the leaven of present-day rationalism is rapidly permeating the whole of Christendom. The malevolent effects of Darwinism are more far-reaching than most are aware. Many of those among our religious leaders, who are still regarded as orthodox, would, we fear, be found to be very heterodox, if they were weighed in the balances of the sanctuary. Even those who are clear intellectually, upon other truths, are rarely sound in doctrine. Few, very few, today, really believe in the complete ruin and total depravity of man those who speak of man's free will and insist upon his inherent power to either accept or reject the saviour do but voice their ignorance of the real condition of adam's fallen children and if there are few who believe that so far as he is concerned the condition of the sinner is entirely hopeless there are fewer still who really believe in the absolute sovereignty of god in addition to the widespread effects of unscriptural teaching, we also have to reckon with the deplorable superficiality of the present generation. To announce that a certain book is a treatise on doctrine is quite sufficient to prejudice against it the great bulk of church members, and most of our preachers as well. The craving today is for something light and spicy, and few have patience, still less desire, to examine carefully that which would make a demand both upon their hearts and their mental powers we remember also how that it is becoming increasingly difficult in these strenuous days 
for those who are desirous of studying the deeper things of god to find the time which such study requires yet it is still true that where there's a will there's a way and in spite of the discouraging features referred to we believe there is even now a godly remnant who will take pleasure in giving this little work a careful consideration and such will we trust find in it meet in due season we do not forget the words of one long since passed away namely that denunciation is the last resort of a defeated opponent to dismiss this book with a contemptuous epithet hyper-calvinism will not be worthy of notice for controversy we have no taste and we shall not accept any challenge to enter the lists against those who might desire to debate the truths discussed in these pages so far as our personal reputation is concerned that we leave our lord to take care of and unto him we would now commit this volume and whatever fruit it may bear praying him to use it for the enlightening of his own dear people in so far as it is in accord with his holy word and to pardon the writer for and preserve the reader from the injurious effects of any false teaching that may have crept into it if the joy and comfort which have come to the author while penning these pages are shared by those who may scan them then we shall be devoutly thankful to the one whose grace alone enables us to discern spiritual things june nineteen eighteen arthur w pink footnote among those who have dealt most helpfully with the subject of god's sovereignty in recent years we mention doctors rice j b moody and george s bishop from whose writings we have also received instruction forward to the second edition it is now two years since the first edition of this work was presented to the christian public its reception has been far more favorable than the author had expected many have notified him of the help and blessing received from a perusal of his attempts to expound what is admittedly a difficult subject for every word of appreciation we return hearty thanks to him in whose light we alone see light a few have condemned the work in unqualified terms and these we commend to god and to the word of his grace remembering that it is written a man can receive nothing except it be given him from heaven john three twenty seven others have sent us friendly criticisms and these have been weighed carefully and we trust that in consequence this revised edition will be unto those who are members of the household of faith more profitable than the former one one word of explanation seems to be called for a number of respected brethren in christ felt that our treatment of the sovereignty of god was too extreme and one-sided it has been pointed out that a fundamental requirement in expounding the word of god is the need of preserving the balance of truth with this we are in hearty accord two things are beyond dispute god is sovereign and man is a responsible creature but in this book we are treating of the sovereignty of god and while the responsibility of man is readily owned yet we do not pause on every page to insist on it instead we have sought to stress that side of the truth which in these days is almost universally neglected probably ninety five per cent of the religious literature of the day is devoted to a setting forth of the duties and obligations of men the fact is that those who undertake to expound the responsibility of man are the very ones who have lost the balance of truth by ignoring very largely 
the sovereignty of god it is perfectly right to insist on the responsibility of man but what of god has he no claims no rights a hundred such works as this are needed ten thousand sermons would have to be preached throughout the land on this subject if the balance of truth is to be regained the balance of truth has been lost lost through a disproportionate emphasis being thrown on the human side to the minimizing if not the exclusion of the divine side we grant that this book is one-sided for it only pretends to deal with one side of the truth and that is the neglected side the divine side furthermore the question might be raised which is the more to be deplored an overemphasizing of the human side and an insufficient emphasis on the divine side or an overemphasizing of the divine side and an insufficient emphasis on the human side surely if we err at all it is on the right side surely there is far more danger of making too much of man and too little of god than there is of making too much of god and too little of man yea the question might well be asked can we press god's claims too far can we be too extreme in insisting upon the absoluteness and universality of the sovereignty of god it is with profound thankfulness to god that after a further two years diligent study of holy writ with the earnest desire to discover what almighty god has been pleased to reveal to his children on this subject we are able to testify that we see no reason for making any retractions from what we wrote before and while we have rearranged the material of this work the substance and doctrine of it remains unchanged may the one who condescended to bless the first edition of this work be pleased to own even more widely this revision arthur w pink nineteen twenty one swengel pennsylvania forward to the third edition that a third edition of this work is now called for is a cause of fervent praise to god as the darkness deepens and the pretensions of men are taking on an ever-increasing blatancy the need becomes greater for the claims of god to be emphasized as the twentieth-century babble of religious tongues is bewildering so many the duty of god's servants to point to the one sure anchorage for the heart is the more apparent nothing is so tranquilizing and so stabilizing as the assurance that the lord himself is on the throne of the universe working all things after the counsel of his own will the holy spirit has told us that there are in the scriptures some things hard to be understood but mark it as hard not impossible a patient waiting on the lord a diligent comparison of scripture with scripture often issues in a fuller apprehension of that which before was obscure to us during the last ten years it has pleased god to grant us further light on certain parts of his word and this we have sought to use in improving our expositions of different passages but it is with unfeigned thanksgiving that we find it unnecessary to either change or modify any doctrine contained in the former editions yea as time goes by we realize by divine grace with ever-increasing force the truth the importance and the value of the sovereignty of god as it pertains to every branch of our lives our hearts have been made to rejoice again and again by unsolicited letters which have come to hand from every quarter of the earth telling of help and blessing received from the former editions of this work one christian friend was so stirred by reading it and so impressed by its testimony that a check was sent to be used in sending free copies to missionaries 
in fifty foreign countries that its glorious message may encircle the globe numbers of whom have written us to say how much they have been strengthened in their fight with the powers of darkness to god alone belongs all the glory may he deign to use this third edition to the honor of his own great name and to the feeding of his scattered and starved sheep morton's gap a w p kentucky nineteen twenty nine forward to the fourth edition it is with profound praise to god most high that another edition of this valuable and helpful book is now called for though its teaching runs directly counter to that which is being promulgated on every hand to-day yet we are happy to be able to say that its circulation is increasing to the strengthening of the faith comfort and hope of an increasing number of god's elect we commit this new edition to him whom we delight to honor praying that he may be pleased to bless its circulation to the enlightening of many more of his own to the praise of the glory of his grace and a clearer apprehension of the majesty of god and his sovereign mercy i c herondine 1949 end of four words to the sovereignty of god recording by greg giordano newport ritchie florida